as we get closer to Rosh Yom Kippur, and we have to start focusing on our deeds, on our actions, and we have to rectify certain things, we have a great danger of falling into what we call Yish, where a person feels that a situation is hopeless. For example, let's say a person for years has been speaking during davening. And surely comes, he talks, he talks during Torah, he talks during davening. And he's just that guy that everybody comes over to him. And this is his whole MO, this is his whole personality. And for him to go and stop talking during davening is something which he feels is impossible. So he gave up hope. He says, that I can never change. That I can never do. We have other people that love music, for example. And their whole life, they're just listening to non-Jewish music, and they love it, and they're very involved in it, and it's their pastime, it's what makes them feel calm, it's what makes them feel excited when they want to feel excited. So to tell that person, you can no longer listen to non-Jewish music, the person feels that is impossible. It's like asking me to be an entirely different person. I'm just not that other person. To change my whole personality is a very difficult thing for me, and therefore I'm hopeless. I'm in a situation which is totally hopeless. You have people that are watching movies, and they love the entertainment, and it's their pastime. It's how they unwind after work. And then you go and you tell them that there's many, many Isurim involved in what they're doing and they have to stop that behavior, they feel totally hopeless and it's not possible for them to change. Rabbi Solantra says in one of his letters that there is no greater sickness than Yish, than feeling hopeless, than feeling that it's not possible for me to change or to rectify or to fix a certain avera or many averot. In a certain respect, that person is considered dead. Just like a dead person no longer has the ability to work on himself, this person, to a certain degree, regarding at least this inyan, this person is considered like he's dead. And there's no greater sickness than that. Because the person that's on this planet, a person that's alive, a person which is still in this world, has an opportunity to connect, to call HaTorah Kula. He can do every mitzvah. He has shayich to it. And Rabbi Sosalata says, I want to tell you a big hidush that Hashem looks at each Avera in little parts. It's not a black and white, all or nothing type of thing. And he brings a raya, he brings a proof from a Gemara, that the Gemara says that if a person has tzitzit, in the tzitzit, there are two parts to the mitzvah. There's white strings, and there's a string of techelet. It was much more expensive and difficult to get techelet than it was to get the white strings. So if a person did not put the blue string, the techelet string on, his punishment is less because it was much more difficult to keep that part of the mitzvah. 
But if he doesn't put the white strings on, then of course his sin is way greater because that was much easier. Meaning that Hashem looks at each part of the mitzvah independently. And the part of the mitzvah that was easier to keep, if he didn't keep it, his punishment is greater. And the part which is harder, if he didn't keep it, the punishment is, of course, lighter. Therefore, Bishol Salanta says, we need to look at each thing independently and break it up into different parts. If a person thinks about the topic of speaking during shul, of course, there's parts of that Avera which are much lighter. And there's parts of those Averas which are much more strict. There are parts of that Avera which are easier for him to control himself. And there's parts of that Avera which is more difficult for him to control himself. So he has to say, I have a, an ability to at least watch myself from speaking to some degree. I am not dead to that mitzvah. I'm not dead to that Avera. I am able to do something. I can, let's say, we say that it's easier for the person to keep his mouth quiet in the beginning than later, or certain parts of davening, and that's where he should make the resolution that in that place, in those 10 minutes, whatever it is that's easier for him to control himself, over there he is going to stop talking. And ultimately he believes and he hopes that with time, little by little, he can actually take this challenge and really conquer this challenge. And Rabbi Sosalante says that what will help the person is if he studies the laws and he studies the sources of the laws and he understands the law better, so that would make it easier for him to be able to control himself with this problem. The same thing would be, let's say, music. If a person listens to a wide spectrum of non-Jewish music, the first thing he has to do is to study the halachot and the gemarot and the midrashim and the hashkafa of what exactly is wrong with what he's doing. And then he could divide it up. There's women singing, there's men singing, there's words that are vulgar, there's words that are more clean, there's uh, Hebrew music where he doesn't understand the language, so for sure that's less of an Avera where he doesn't understand it. And he divides it up and he finds the place where he could make a clear resolution. And the same thing with movies. There's different ratings, there's different types, and therefore he makes the resolution in those places. So, of course, 100%, a person who's able to do more has to do more. And if a person can knock it all out in one shot, that's even better. But for people that feel that they're drowning and they can't touch this thing here, it's just too overwhelming. And it leads them to make themselves feel hopeless. We have to know that we are not hopeless. There's always a place that we could make the work. And we find the easiest and the lightest part. And we start over there. And that's considered making tshuva, because ultimately you are beginning a career, you're beginning a path that will take away this whole thing. Today, you may not even want to get rid of it. You may be holding so far that I can't see myself without this stuff. And therefore, I don't even know if I want to do that. Okay, but where is the smallest part of the sin? Well, that sin 
for you is the easiest to get rid of. And if that's the easiest for you to get rid of, that's what Hashem will punish you the most on. Because that part was easy for you. Take that part and knock it out. Study the subject. If you learn the subject, you may have a different outlook. And you may want to actually change. And that's what Hashem wants to see from us. It's not an all or nothing thing. It's not like I'm going to go to Rosh Hashanah Kippur and I'm going to be that perfect tzaddik. No. But I'm going to go to Rosh Hashanah Kippur and say, I am still considered one who works on himself. I'm not hopeless. I didn't despair. I didn't say that I am who I am and this is just what it is. I'm a person who works on myself and that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to see from us.